Hi, CityCast listeners. It is time to process what has happened this week in Houston. Today, I am talking about the news with CityCast lead producer, Dina Kesba, and with our cultural contributor, Antrochelle Dorsey. It is Friday, September 9th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Dina, could you get us started? What do you think was the biggest story this week? For me, it's got to be how our Gen Z and millennial renters are experiencing the inflation rate at a much higher volume than anyone else, because it makes me think, oh, my God, are any of us ever going to own a home? Like, is the age of people owning a home just dead now? Are we just going to be renters for the rest of our lives? And, you know, they're experiencing an inflation rate of 11.8 to 11.9 percent. Which, I mean, that compares to the overall metro inflation rate of 10.2%. So why does it fall harder on Gen Z? That's a very good question. That is a great question. But have we not thought about, well, let's just say, whatever happened to community, right? You Mm -hmm. know, everybody is ready to kick our children out at the age of 18, right? Right. Mm -hmm. What if we extend that to 25, but with stipulation? So Gen Z won't have to go through things like this you know there are some cultures who children they don't move out they stay in the family home and they continue to raise and build the family do you think that that would help with this type of situation Uh, 100 percent. my culture does that we don't do the whole kicking out at 18 and then putting your parents in a retirement home we don't do any of that garbage (laughs) (laughs) let me just say that (laughs) we don't believe we're very we have very very strong family values yeah and like just like your parents they raise you they keep you at home whenever you're Sometimes they don't even want you to move out. They're like, no, don't move to a different state. Stay until you're able to kind of buy your own place and be on your own. And and then you return that favor, right? Your parents move in with you when they get old and you take care of them for as long yeah. as they need to. I mean, if if just society as a whole reflected that, I feel like mm-hmm. it would be so different. It would be so different. I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking on the lines of, why does he have to like of course i want him to be self-sufficient your son I need him to take care of, yeah my son mm-hmm. i need my son to be self-sufficient i need mm-hmm. to for him the only way that i'll know i've done my job as a mother is if he is able to take care of himself mm-hmm. and take care of his own family responsibly right yeah but i'm kind of thinking okay maybe he do need to get out mm-hmm. but Maybe he don't. Maybe yeah. he needs to just take over the house. You okay, know what I mean? Shell, like, let's back up. How old is your son? He four, Lisa. Dang, he four. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're trying to think about kicking He's him out. Four. I mean, give him a minute. <laughs> absolutely, Lisa. <laughs> but anyway, I feel sorry for Gen Z. That's all. That's what I was trying to. All I said, all that to say, I really feel sorry for Gen Z because that is a, an issue um, that that we need to address. They deserve that loan forgiveness. All right, Antrochelle, what do you think is the big story of the week? This story is huge because it's fresh and it's still developing. Y'all know I like a developing story. Okay, so here's what happened in Northwest Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, A a guy pulled up to the gas station. He goes inside, comes out, and said his his Jeep was stolen. Now, that's true. The Jeep was stolen, but he had a six-month-old baby in the car. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And of course, you know, everybody's going crazy. But then catch this. Deputies found the Jeep and the baby was not inside. Oh, no. Oh, my God. 
But hear this. Yeah. A family member called and said the baby is over at her house. And mm-hmm. now they're thinking, was the baby ever in the car from the beginning? Oh, wow. What? I am yes, so, ma'am. I have so many questions. I am so confused. So this may have been some kind of family drama. Yeah. It could be. But remember, remember, you guys, there was not too long ago, and I think we talked about it, where the dad pulled the prank on the mom, where he kept telling her to stop leaving the baby in the car. Mm. And he saw her get out and he stole the baby, right? He didn't take the whole car. He just stole the baby, right? Right. Could this be another prank? That's a messed up prank, man. That's a messed up prank. Yeah, if you've got law enforcement involved, I think you're past prank. messed up. Yep. But I I don't know because, you know, there's so, like you say, Dina, there's, I have so many questions about this. Like, did you, did he forget the baby wasn't in the car or was he just freaking, I don't know. Like, you know, what kind of mental head state was he in to say the baby was in the car? That is so weird. That's crazy. Do we know where they found the Jeep? Yes, they found the Jeep three miles away from the gas station at, at a house. Ooh. Oh. At, mm-hmm. Hmm. At the uh, 16400 block of Elton Brook Lane. Huh. So strange. So now I got some real questions. Yep. Was the family member a part of it? Did the oh. did the thieves know who the baby was and, and got the baby to safety? What is going on? Or was the dad mm-hmm. just sleep addled because he's mm-hmm. got a baby who cries all night and he can't remember whether the kid's in the back seat? Good. If my point, Jeep got Lisa. stolen, I might be freaking out. So and many questions. Not in my best state of mind. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the lady, the biggest news story because it's still developing and it's hot and juicy. And of course, you know, like always, I'm going to keep y'all informed. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, what was your big story this week? Uh, I am really watching the elections. Um, The intense part of the election season kicked off um, over Labor Day. And this is way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Those statewide races are way closer than I would have thought because, you know, the state of Texas has been controlled by Republicans since Ann Richards was the governor and pterodactyls ruled the skies. I mean, we keep hearing that Democrats are going to have a blue wave and we just haven't really seen it yet. And I figured, you know, an off-year election usually goes against, you know, the party that has the president in office. And I just thought this is going to be, you know, yet another bloodbath for Democrats. I mean, Lisa, do you really think that it'll ever be a blue wave here in Texas? Like, let's just be honest. Well, I mean, we might be getting some blue ripples, Aunt Rochelle. It's, it's, you know, stuff's happening. So, like, Beto is closing that gap between himself and Governor Greg Abbott. (laughs) I could see a puddle, but a wave, Lisa. Okay, so tons of young voters are registering as Democrats. Um, A lot of them say that abortion is motivating them, and... I'm really interested. In Texas, it's not just women, young women, who are registering as Democrats. It's a lot of young men. But look, the Black Lives Matter movement motivated a lot of people. And look, yet and still, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like, I don't care how aware we mm-hmm. are. 
you know, our awareness still does not outweigh the hate, right? And it still does not outweigh the conservatorship, you know, it still does not outweigh the old tradition. And I just, I'm hopeful. Well, it's voter after voter after voter that makes the difference. And, you know, we've got a lot of issues that middle of the road Texans are starting to think, wait, this is getting too extreme. Um, like a lot of the people who used to vote as Republicans um, really cared about stuff like taxes. You know, they weren't big on all the conservative social issues. And like right now, Ted Cruz and John Cornyn have both just said that they're going to vote against a bill in the Senate that would guarantee that same-sex marriage stays legal no matter what the Supreme Court does. And that's going to turn off a lot of those middle-of-the-road Republicans. So, you know, if you combine that with the Black Lives Matter voters and the abortion voters and, you know, anybody else that Beto can find out on those bus tours, you know, it could actually start changing. Well, let's make it rain, Beto. Make it rain. Make it rain. I'm ready to see the sprinkle. It might be a sprinkle. I don't know about a wave, but it might be a sprinkle. I'm ready to dance in it, though. Let's go. Even getting damp in the state of Texas would be something. So. Okay, it might get a little moist. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm I'm with you on on that end, Rochelle. I'm with you on that. Yeah. All right. Dina, what do you think was the most overlooked story this week? The most overlooked for me, it's got to go with housing again. Mm-hmm. You've got housing on the brain. I just got to. So it's the $7.5 million grant that's set to help achieve home ownership for like black communities, Latino community, like mm-hmm. disenfranchised communities just own a home is huge because I feel like they're definitely the ones that are kind of getting lost and not being able to afford, especially given the current housing craziness that is Houston, which I wish it would calm down, but it doesn't look like it is. But this initiative is just going to help expand home ownership to those communities, to individuals that generally don't really get that. And so that grant is from Wells Fargo's foundation, which is exciting. I feel like we should be talking about that more. Agreed. I think that is a wonderful thing. But with the way the economy is and with this is what uh, this is a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market Mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. I mean, do we really want that? You know, is this group of people really going to decide to take advantage of the grant Mm -hmm. at this point? You know, especially with the way everything is going. Like, it might be better to stay where they at. You know, you make such a good point because, like, that's definitely on my mind when I think about it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely not the right time. But everyone keeps saying, oh, it's going to flip at any moment. It's going to change and it's no longer going to be the seller's market. But they've been saying that for months now. (laughs) That's not changed. Right. It's like that Democrat blue wave that keeps not coming. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm going to stay hopeful. That's going to be, a, I'm going to stay hopeful, but uh, let's be real. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I'll, I'll walk away with a little bit yeah. of hope. I mean, also, Dina, you said million with an M, right? And not billion mm-hmm. with a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, M- M. I don't think that's enough to really change things for a whole lot of people, given how much a house costs. We can hope it mm-hmm. helps. 
Right. I mean, what is the money going towards? Their down payment? They're going to get in the house and then they can't pay for it. Like, what is the money going towards? Mm-hmm. That's true. And then keeping up with and just not, not even like the mortgage that you have to pay, just like the upkeep of having a house. It's a lot. Do you know how hard it is to keep your grass cut? Yeah. Hello? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought, listen, yeah. it, it, it's just as hard as keeping this afro perfect. You understand? <laughs> That's a hard job. That's a and, hard job. And if you've got homeowners associations too, then you're paying whatever yes. fee and then you're having to do whatever they tell you. Like if they tell you, oh, hey, you know, I don't like the way that you planted this or something or your gate is wrong or you have to repaint this color, which is what my dad goes through all the time. He's so sick of it. <laughs> but it's like you have to deal with that, too. And that comes with an, an added cost. Yeah. I it mean, does. not every house has a homeowners association, so you can find your way around that. Yeah. Now, I live in a community that that has homeowners association. And I thank God to this day that I live in the cul-de-sac that I do um, because we don't even pay attention to everybody else in the neighborhood. We just worry about Zachary, Zachary Cove and that's it. We have T-shirts, all of the above. Yeah. And we are just a united front. We let everybody know, don't run up over here for Zachary, baby. We don't play that around here. <laughs> you know, I don't know what y'all doing over there, but we don't play that down here. And yeah. we take care of each other. We look out for each other. Um, but when it comes down to that HOA, we're a unified front. Mm-hmm. And that is our mm-hmm. street, you know. Right. And right. and I'm thankful for that, uh, you know. But what if some people are not as lucky as I am, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they have to deal with those things alone or they have to bicker with their neighbors. And then on top of somebody telling them that, I'm sorry you had a bad week, but you got to get out here and cut this grass. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still better than renting because renting, you're not going to get any of that back. Okay, fine. Money down the toilet. (laughs) All right, y'all. So my overlooked story is kind of about houses, and it's also kind of self-centered for me because I put solar panels on my house last year, and it has been a great decision. You know, it's, I had worked out the math thinking, okay, these might pay for themselves in like eight years, 10 years. And given what's going on with energy prices, it's going to be faster than that. But what's happening right now is just hacking me off. Um, Those reforms after the winter freeze um, that were supposed to stabilize the utility grid made it less likely that you will break even quickly, you know, like within a decade on your solar panels. It's harder now. And also, there's a new story in the Houston Chronicle that points out that Centerpoint, um, the utility company, is dragging its feet on permitting the solar panels. So people will have put up, you know, tens of thousands of dollars sometimes, and they can't get Centerpoint to say, okay, and flip the switch so that they can run. Mm-mm. And the Texas Public Utilities Commission is allowing them to get away with it. Centerpoint doesn't want people generating their own electricity because they don't make money then, or not as much if you're cutting the demand, even if it helps the grid, you know, even if it helps the environment. And this is only happening in Houston. Um, in Dallas, you know, they were saying that the wait times to get those permits, they're about a day. And here in Houston, it's months. You know, there was one couple that has been waiting for six months trying to jump through all the hoops. 
And that just makes me mad. I bet it does. But just imagine the lights getting, you have spent all that money on that solar panel stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the lights get cut off and your lights get cut off too. That's that's embarrassing because oh that's God. what happened to some people in my neighborhood. We all yeah. were ready to buy the solar panels. We was like, oh, good. Yeah, we gonna, we was getting their cars as a child. The lights went off and their lights was off with our You have to get a battery or else you depend on the grid. So right now, you know, I'm waiting to buy the batteries because the batteries are expensive. That's what they say. You got to so, get a battery. You got to get a generator. Yeah. You got to get this. No, yeah. thank you. I'll just wait. But I'm not mm -hmm. doing it, you know, just for when the lights go out. I'm doing it to save money and, you know. Save money on the bill. Save money now, on the bill. The price, Help the environment. Is, <laughs> is the price really that significant? Lisa, I know you're saying that it's looking good, but is it a... I have a $0 electric bill this year, Aunt Rochelle, for the whole dang year. Oh, darling, and that's a win. Oh, uh, yeah, it's paying for my mm -hmm. panels, you know, Touché. and I've been air conditioning, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get the money back for the extra energy I generate. So, you know, we're air conditioning cooler than I usually used to. So oh, that zero dollars sound nice. Think about it. I it's, thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. Aunt Rochelle, what was your underreported story? My reported story is our girl, Megan Lee Stallion, my Texas Southern University uh -huh. alumna. Yeah. And <laughs> go Tigers. Um, she has <laughs> she has joined the Marvel uh, cast, mm. right? Oh. So when I heard this, I was so excited because everybody wants to be a superhero. And here I am thinking that she was going to be a new character, a new superhero. Chosh just had a guest role in She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Though. But it better be juicy. I mean, you would be stupid to waste Megan the Stallion, right? Right. But look at how they played her, though. They got her in here twerking. Anytime someone of hmm. one of us comes in into a guest role you want to smash it right because these are opening doors for other things we would to see you in a totally new uh avenue like mm -hmm. cardi b cardi yeah. b did some guest appearance and cardi b can act darling cardi b can act and i would have never known it if they would have cast her being herself right or just being cardi b yeah Meg went in there being Meg, and I love Meg for who she is. But when now that you are a part of the Marvel family forever, so I thought, mm. I just knew they were about to make her into this beautiful Amazon superhero. Yeah. And they got her in there teaching the dagnabbit she hulk kind of twerk. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to see her oh. jump into another character and show us a totally different side. I was embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, great. It was a few minutes. It was, uh, anyway, whatever. You I'm wanted to see her using that degree in medical administration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's go and play a doctor. A sassy doctor. Or even if you want uh -huh. something, put them scrubs on. I wanted to see... <laughs> Show me something, girl. But listen, that's just me. I mean, everybody got a kick out of me. She made them clappers clap. She did that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh got God. the clappers going, but I wanted to see something more. So I mean, and this is why that's my um my overlooked story, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm kind of glad that it's overlooked. But I cannot negate the fact that when the the PR press came out, it was saying Meg's a part of the Marvelverse, and they lied. Well, Ooh. it is kind of true. She didn't have as How? big a role as She's we were not hoping. A staple. It was just like a little line mentioned in some profile of her that she was going to be in the Marvel universe. Right, but Lisa, she's not a staple. It's not a role that we're going to remember right. forever. You know, she could have mm. been a Dora Milaje in, in Black Panther or something. <laughs> she didn't have to fight. Just stand there and with a bald head, yeah. with a sword. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> oh hilarious. well they still have a chance or maybe she can join the dc universe i don't think you could cross like that lisa i don't know all of those to the, to the <laughs> comic book world but i don't think you could cross this i think you gotta pick one and stay there <laughs> like a, a sorority or fraternity you gotta oh. stay there you pick a side it's a lifelong commitment listen <laughs> all right dina what is making you happy this week it's got to be the Spring Branch ISD, that school that hadn't won a game in five years, and finally winning. I mean, that is such a sad streak oh, as, like, a high schooler. This was a football team? Like, yeah. And I can uh-huh. imagine, like, graduating and then not winning, especially if you're, like, a football player who's been in the season the whole time that you've been in high school, and then they win after you leave. Oh, but, hey, yeah. at least they won. Yeah. Oh. That is so sweet. Hey, all right, Aunt Rochelle, what about you? What in Houston has made you happy? Um, the only thing that matters in Houston right now is September the 9th. It's my <laughs> birthday. <laughs> it's a national holiday. Uh-huh. It's my birthday. <laughs> Overture, dim yeah. lights, darling, a star was born and I named her Aunt Rochelle Melanie's darling. And what are you doing to celebrate, girl? I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh-huh. Grad school is kicking my butt. Oh. Um, oh. So I am just going to turn all the way up tonight. So therefore, I can take Saturday and Sunday to recruit because mm. I got homework and I got to get back to work on Monday. That's it. Okay. But it's still your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Aunt Rochelle. Darling, thank you. Um, I am accepting all gifts, surprises. Shout outs, cash apps, Venmo, Zelle, all of the above. It is my birthday. The Queen Virgo of the Virgo Nation has been born. And it is just, everyone rejoice. Clap for me. (laughs) Clap for me now. And we shall all wear purple and glitter to celebrate my birthday. I will go change right now. Right now, Lisa, you should have had it on already. (laughs) I should have changed my moment of joy to saying it's Aunt Rochelle's birthday. Had you known. It's okay. Listen, I knew it was in your heart, Dina. This is my birthday. You hear? This is my birthday voice. This is my birthday. Listen. For some reason, your birthday voice is making me think of like Hocus Pocus. Yes. The witches. Is that what you're going (laughs) Speak. I just love, right. <laughs> I just, when I. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Speak. 
Speaking of Hocus Pocus, <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2 will be out on Disney Plus September 30th. It is going down. They knew it was my birthday. The Sanford <laughs> sisters are coming the back to The whole September celebrate. month is your birthday. Happy the entire birthday. month. They didn't want to miss my birthday. Anyway, all right. That's what's making me so happy in the city of Houston. It's uh-huh. my birthday. Oh, Thank you. Happy birthday, Aunt Rochelle. Thank you. <laughs> so my moment of joy is kind of embedded in this larger sadness. Uh, the sadness is the Bel Air Broiler Burger, which is this time warp of a hamburger joint in the middle of Bel Air, in the Bel Air Triangle, has after decades and decades in operation since the 50s, it is finally closing down. They've sold the expense of real estate. Um, But the thing that's making me happy is that the family that now owns the Bel Air Broiler Burger name says they're going to continue, maybe as a food truck, maybe as a restaurant somewhere else. But you will still be able to get those old school patty hamburgers with the chili and the cheese. Now that makes me happy because anytime a a long time standing business Mm -hmm. goes out of business, people go like, I'm going to change this and that. And they want to honor, right? They want to honor the tradition and honor that good old, old fashioned burger. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it won't be the same. You know, it won't feel like you're walking into 1957 when you walk in there, but fine. I'll go to the food truck. (laughs) So, all right, y'all. This has been good. Happy birthday, Aunt Rochelle. Thank you. You have to sing it. Oh, happy birthday <laughs> to you, Dina. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. My voice is not pretty in singing. I love you, Aunt Rochelle. <laughs> do you think Aunt Rochelle is? <laughs> She's appreciating it. I really do appreciate it. Just love to be celebrated. Thank you, guys. This has been a great birthday, news. I love it. <laughs> This has been great. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you. That is all for our show this week. Our lead producer is Dina Kesba. Our producer is Carleon Jones. Brooke Lewis writes our daily newsletter. Our theme music is by Farrell Gibbs and his band, All the Kimonos. And I am your host, Lisa Gray. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Tell a friend. We will be back on Monday. Talk with you then. find this jeep at doesn't even matter <laughs> Aunt Rochelle. it's okay i want to have it right i want to say I yes they found a jeep right here i was trying to be a credible source <laughs> <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs>